Hello, hello, and welcome to the Soulfully Strategic Entrepreneurship Podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Mellinger, a business coach for women who want to make big impact in this world. In this podcast, we will cover the business strategy behind creating aligned, authentic, and empowering service-based businesses. We'll cover the spirituality as well, all the weird, the woo, and the mindset behind showing up as your full self. And of course, we'll discuss female empowerment and embodiment to tap into all of your beautiful magic. We all have so much power, wisdom, and magic to share, but are institutionally taught not to. This podcast is your resource, your opportunity, and your support system to show up fully as the magical creature you are and to love doing it. I'm so excited and honored to be with you today, so let's go ahead and get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode where we are discussing the success path of an entrepreneur and how it looks very different than what most of us think it's going to be when we go into this space. So first and foremost, for anyone who has not caught any other episodes of mine, I spent the first decade or so of my uh, postgraduate life in corporate jobs. And when I say corporate, I really mean any kind of for-profit industry. So a couple of years were spent in a true corporate hedge fund administration firm, a couple years were spent in hospitality. So a lot of people get kind of nitty gritty when I say corporate, that it only has to be a very specific, no, 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 no. Corporate is really just a general term that I'm using for anything in the for-profit space. And sometimes the nonprofit space as well can look like this. So when you're in a corporate job, or a more traditional path, the success journey is fairly linear, right? Doesn't mean it's gonna always be trending upwards. Doesn't mean that it's always gonna have a high slope or a low slope, right, going back to algebra class, but the path is fairly linear. So, you know, you go in, you start a job, you get a promotion, you move to the next one, your salary increases or the benefits that you get improve and you kind of keep going. You have a salary that gets paid consistently, whether that's monthly, bi-weekly, weekly, et cetera, and you have this sense of stability. You have this sense, whether you enjoy what you do or not, you have this sense of security. I feel like that is one of the things that, especially as you're starting out as an entrepreneur, you think is gonna happen, right? You think you're going to very quickly book some clients, get your product sold, whatever it is, and start going up on that uphill trajectory that you're moving more into the field of success. I'm sorry, sunshine, that's just not how it works in most cases. So first, I want to kind of clarify two things in this episode. I want to clarify the definition of success because that is something that is going to trip you up like nothing else will when you start working for yourself. And I want to talk about what the path actually looks like, okay? So first things first, when we think about success in terms of business, we'll say, whether that is working for yourself or working for someone else, when we think about success in the U.S., let me specify, I am U.S.-based, We are typically thinking that there is a certain title, a certain salary, a certain set of benefits, and a certain lifestyle, right? 
And I will 100% call myself out here that for most of my 20s, my definition of success was to have a certain salary every year and to continually get higher and higher titles, right? I was very externally validated. And I know that this is different across the world, but I still think that money, salary, title are big definers of success for many, many people. More more often than not, you're going out to work for yourself because you're unhappy with the status quo, right? Whether you have found a new solution for something and you're like, well, shit, I'm going to get paid for this and not have it be proprietary property of my company, or you become completely disillusioned with the idea of corporate America and you go out on your own. Or you're like, I've always been a free soul. I need to, I can't work for other people. Whatever it is, that old traditional definition of success is not what you're looking for. So again, personal experience. When I went into business for myself, it was for a couple reasons, right? I wanted to make an impact on the world. I wanted to help women and I wanted to live a different lifestyle. I wanted an unlimited amount of money not capped by salary or any kind of raise rule or anything like that. And I wanted a certain lifestyle. So that lifestyle meant time freedom, meant the ability to travel and work, right? That meant the ability to take my dogs to physical therapy sessions once a week for a year and a half because that's what was needed. And that didn't really work in a job where I worked for somebody else 50, 60 hours a week. So the first thing that I really want to hit home is when you go into business for yourself or when you're even thinking of going into business for yourself. And I would say that this is not a topic that is limited to entrepreneurs. I think this is something that every human being should do this exercise, but it is more important, more critical, more non-negotiable for entrepreneurs is to really define what success is for you. Strip away all these old connotations of what success is and just decide for yourself. This is something that I did not do when I started out in business. I I mean, I kind of did. I knew that there was a certain level of money that I wanted to bring in. I knew that there were There were certain, so remember, again, for anyone new here, I started my business during the lockdown. So I knew that there were places I wanted to visit, but I didn't really have the ability to like plan out that in three months I was going to travel the world because it was still lockdown. But I still, you know, had this idea that this is the life I want and all these different things and yada yada. But then when I got into the business and I started actually like putting plans together and putting together financial summaries and budgets and marketing strategies and, you know, trying to create goals that I could work towards, they were all money-based. They were all driving to having a certain income. So when I wasn't hitting them in the early months, Not only did I feel bad that my business wasn't doing as well as I wanted it to do, right? I also felt like a failure because I wasn't quote unquote successful. But here's the thing. (laughs) Yes, I want to make a shit ton of money. That is not something I'm ever going to sugarcoat for you guys because I really want, I want to normalize 
the idea of making a lot of money and being really excited about it. Making a lot of money or wanting to make a lot of money and being really proud of the fact. Because again, and this is a whole different tangent, but I think there's still so much negative connotation around wealth, especially for women, that we need to be talking about it. We need to be proudly standing up and being like, hey, I'm a service provider, I'm a spiritual entrepreneur, and I make a shit ton of money, (laughs) right? So yeah, absolutely. Is that the most important thing to me? No, it's not. But because I had not taken the time to really define what success was for me for, I would say, easily the first six, maybe even eight months of my business, that's what I was working towards, was having this specific income goal, right? And a lot of this is also part of the marketing in the online coaching space. That, you know, oh, I hit my $10,000 months. I hit consistent $20,000 months. I did it, which is great. Like, that's awesome. But that doesn't have to be the biggest thing that you're working towards. So for me, you know, my biggest thing is that I have time and space in my life. That if I want to, I can take Friday afternoons off or that I can work on Saturday mornings, right? Typically, I record my podcast episodes at night while my husband is streaming video games. That is the life I want, right? That space, that freedom, and that luxury of adapting my schedule to what my needs and my wants are at the time. Now, it's not 100%, right? Like I still have, I still have locked in client calls. I still have group calls and things like that where like, It is a scheduled time and I do not miss them unless something emergency comes up. But the money is secondary. The money, just like my business, is a tool to have the lifestyle I want. So when I started to redefine what success looks like, or rather what success gets to look like, it completely changed the game. It made it more fun, first of all, because not everything was driven on, okay, what's the ROI on this? Well, if I sign this person, does it limit the number of spots I can take here? And You know, like there's just, there's more flexibility in it. When you start to really live out of service, whether you are a service provider or not, when you start to live out of service, it gets to be a lot more fun. And the money comes, right? The money comes because you're not putting yourself in any kind of martyr or victimhood status. You're just changing the perspective. So instead of thinking, oh my gosh, my business has to make this amount of money every month, it's I get to have this level of impact. And you, we can go into like the manifestation rules a little bit here as well of when you start to move away from money being the sole focus, your energy gets to be a little bit more in the abundance. You get to move a little bit more into the gratitude and the love, which puts your vibration higher, which means you're attracting more, more of the things that you want to be attracting. And when you're focused solely on the money, you're oftentimes in a lack or a scarcity mindset. And these are general rules, right? There's always going to be that one person who's like, okay, but I focus on the money and I am wildly successful and everything's great. 
good for you. (laughs) This is probably not your podcast. But there's, you know, these are the general rules. So when we can stop focusing on money being the end all, because here's the thing too. So, and I'll argue against my, my old self, right? During my 20s, I focused so much on money. How much was coming in, how much was going out, how much debt I had. And I was fearful, right? I hoarded money. I didn't invest in things I wanted to. I didn't have certain experiences because I was like, well, there's no return on that. That's just for fun. Okay, there's a huge difference between spending $50,000 when you're in $60,000 of student loan debt and a car loan and trying to do other things with your life and spending $500 to go see a concert that you would love to do, right? But it's changing the priorities. It's changing the perspective. So the first thing going back is I really challenge you to define what success is for you. And again, whether you are a human being or a human that's trying to be an entrepreneur, define what success is for you. Because my guess is, even if one of your one of your definitions is a certain level of income, a certain level of revenue, a certain level of financial security, which one of mine is, the way you go about it matters, right? So think of it this way. Money is typically not the end goal, right? It's what are you going to do with that money? Do you want to donate back to causes that are important to you? Do you want to buy a really cool handbag or travel or have a lot of really expensive cars or houses or things like that? That's fine. Do you want to have a huge balance in a checking or savings or investment account, that's awesome. It doesn't matter what you want to do with that money, right? Whether you want to hold it and admire it and be proud of it, whether you want to invest it in experiences, invest it in items, invest it in whatever, it doesn't matter, right? I'm not trying to say having money is bad. No, 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 no. Having money is fucking amazing. But... The money is not the goal, right? It's the what are you going to do with it? What is it going to provide you? So a lot of people will argue, and I've had this conversation of, well, but if you're just having it sit in a savings account or an investment account, like you just want it to be greedy. No, not at all. That's providing you with a level of security, with a level of safety, stability, and freedom, right? There's no judgment here of how you want to spend your money, but I challenge you to really make sure that your definition of success is robust and actually makes sense for the life that you want, right? Your definition of success should not just be a lot of money or a certain title because at the end of the day, what does that title actually mean to you? Is it a sense of pride in what you do? Is it a sense of acknowledgement, of recognition? Cool. Those are great things. But it's the why behind the thing, right? Again, just like money, it's the why behind a title. That's really the thing that you're striving towards is, you know, that that sense of recognition, right? We all want to be recognized for what we do in this world. 
So if you want to have a certain title and that is part of your definition of success, own it, right? Don't sit there and hide it and be like, whoa, people are going to make fun of me if I want to like have this certain title. No, man, absolutely not. And if they do, like, fuck them. It's about having a definition that makes sense to you, that feels true to who you are, that also gives you the ability or allows you rather to have the ability to be living in abundance and not lack fear or scarcity. So that's kind of the first thing I wanted to talk about is really defining your idea of success. The second thing is what the journey of success looks like for an entrepreneur versus someone in a more traditional path, right? Whether that is, again, corporate, hospitality, whatever. I kind of talked about it already that when you're in a more traditional path, you have this kind of upward mobility, right? You have a fairly linear idea of success, very linear idea of progression. That is not the case for an entrepreneur, especially, 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 especially as you're starting out. Because this whole idea of like, you're going to get your first couple of clients and they're going to stay with you forever and you'll run promotions or you'll run, you know, if you're a coach or a healer or things like that, maybe you run certain programs a few times a year. I don't know about you, (laughs) but when I started out, I thought it was going to be a heck of a lot easier to get clients than it was. And part of it may be, you know, there were a lot of coaches starting in the industry during the pandemic. And there are a lot of unemployment and money was tight, right? Like coaching is often seen, which I disagree with, but coaching is often seen as a luxury, as something that you do when you have money, which again, I disagree with completely, just in the same sense that therapy is not something that only quote unquote people with problems need. Coaching can be phenomenal for everybody at every point in their life, right? Like you just got to find somebody who works for you, but I really thought it was going to be a lot easier to get clients. So I thought this whole concept of like, okay, it'll take me a couple months to kind of get up to this 5,000, right? This five figure income month. And I'll stay there for a couple months and I'll go up to 10,000. And then I'll go up again, right? And I'd be honest to goodness, my 2021 vision board plan, whatever you want to call it, had me making something like I think $125,000 which would have been phenomenal but did not happen (laughs) like I, I was not set up for that right I didn't have the things in place that needed to be in place for that and I also just didn't know what the hell I was doing right I didn't know what I was doing but I picked this money out of the air because one, it was higher than the salary I had had. So I was like, this is a huge improvement, right? Again, that definition of success included money as the forefront. So I, ha- I had to be making more money in order for it to have been a good decision to leave my job, right? This is how my brain worked at the time. And it didn't happen. My first year, I had a loss, right? My first full year in business, I operated at a loss because a couple reasons one because I continued to invest in myself and my business very heavily and 
because I didn't have the systems and the the marketing and the processes and my own shit together to pull in the clients that would have turned it profitable. And that's how it goes, right? Like I talk to my mentor now and she's been in business, I think about six or seven years. The journey doesn't stop. It doesn't always happen that, you know, you hit let's say these five figure months and you continue to climb and then you hit these six, seven, eight figure months and you continue to climb, right? There are always ebbs and flows in the entrepreneur life. There is this this symbol, it's called a unilome, U-N-A-L-O-M-E. For anyone who doesn't know, it's basically like a really pretty squiggly line that starts and then it kind of goes down and goes up and it kind of loop to lose around. And that is a symbol of life, right? I actually, right before the pandemic started, got that as a tattoo from for my own personal journey. But it's very true of the life of an entrepreneur. Is It's not this, I wish you guys could see my hand gestures right now, but it's not this upward, straight line, slope from algebra class going up, right, path. It is a very squiggly, there are going to be ebbs and flows in your income and your energy level and your desire to have a business. Yeah, I said it. There are going to be days as an entrepreneur where you hate your business. Or not, hopefully not days, right? You come out of those. But there are going to be moments where you're like, well, shit, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. Do I really have to do this again? And I am here to tell you, if you do the inner work and the strategy and you like have an intentional path, those days do get farther and fewer in between, right? But when you're new, (laughs) some days it sucks. Some days it really just flat out sucks being the one who has to do it all, especially if, you know, as a solopreneur. But it doesn't mean that you're not constantly moving forward. It just looks different. The life of an entrepreneur, I said this in my very first episode, I will continue to say this as I fully, fully believe in this. Starting your own business, going out on your own, being an entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it, is one of the all-time greatest personal development journeys you will ever go on. Which inherently means (laughs) that there are going to be times where you just freaking hate it. You're just like, I don't want to learn this damn lesson again. I don't want to see my own stuff coming back to bite me in the butt. Like I just, I don't, right? Like I just want it to be smooth sailing. And I get that. And it's human. I've 100% had those days. But knowing that you're following your new definition of success that you're building towards a life that you're building towards this mission or this calling or this purpose or fill in the blank with the word that you use this is really cool it's really cool even on the hard days and I challenge you again if you're going through one of those days and you're like I hate my business I don't want to do this As much as I don't want to go back to a corporate or a traditional path, this is really hard. Feel the feels. Feel it. Let it out. Scream. Run around. Throw stuff at a wall. Safely, of course. Go to the batting cages. Like, do what you got to do to move the energy through your body. 
and remind yourself of why you're doing it. Remind yourself why you're putting in these hours, why you're doing this inner healing work, why why you're doing this generational curse-breaking stuff. (laughs) Remind yourself of the why behind it. And it's going to be easier to get through. And that's another reason why having money or a title be a small part and not the full definition of success for you is so essential. Because if you are so, if you are only focused on making X amount of money and you hit one of those days and you're like, this isn't working, everything that I've been doing is just, it's, it's not working, right? Like I can't do this. And your sole goal is money, it's going to be a lot harder to resist going on LinkedIn or Indeed or Monster, if that's even still a thing, and looking for jobs that have that salary that you want. Whereas, and I can say this from person, multiple personal experiences, when you know in your heart, when you know in your soul that what you're doing is what you're supposed to be doing, and that money is just a part of it, and that there is something else, something bigger, something different that you're working towards, it's a lot easier to be like, you know what, this is a bad day, this is a bad week, maybe it's a bad month, hell, maybe it's a bad quarter, but I'm not going to give up this life that I'm building to go back to something that makes me miserable. I'm not going to allow this to have me give up this beautiful thing that's messy and obnoxious sometimes to go back to a life where I'm unfulfilled. And that's really the biggest thing is making sure that you're connected to something on a soul level, making sure that you're connected to something for more than just the money that it's going to give you. And again, I want to make it very, very clear I am working towards making a lot of money, like an obscene amount of money, right? Because not to have the money and part of it, yeah, I want a big savings account. I want a big investment account. I want to know that when I don't want to work anymore, which I don't ever foresee happening, but maybe when I'm 90, that I can. And I want to give back to dog rescues. And I want to buy my family and friends really expensive, really luxurious vacations. And I want to travel. And I want to, I want to do a lot of stuff that I need money for, which means I want a lot of money. But that's not the only thing to focus on. So to recap a little bit, I really encourage you to define for yourself Define for yourself what success means. And this can absolutely change as you grow and change and go through life, right? I I said that in my 20s, I cared about money more than most other things. I don't say that in a way to judge myself or to bring shame upon who that person, who that version of me was a few years ago. I say it because it's a statement of fact. But there's no shame around there. I used to, right? I used to be very ashamed of that. But thankfully for my therapist, I've done a lot of work around it. But there is no right or wrong. 
There is an aligned and an unaligned. You need to make the decision for yourself. So even if you are not in business or you're in business and you work with a partner or a team or some, you're just, you know, not by yourself, I encourage you to define success individually. So my husband and I did this actually at the beginning of 2021 and then at the end of 2021 for 2022 was we went in and individually thought about what we wanted our lives to look like, right? What did a successful year look like to us? And then we came together and compared notes and, you know, made a few adjustments and then did a family one. And that's the same thing for your definition of success. So if you are working with a team or you have a partner in business, you both, I encourage you both individually to define success and then come together and have a frank discussion about it. Because if one of you is all about the money and one of you is all about the lifestyle, you can absolutely continue to work together, right? But you have to know where you're coming from to know where you're intrinsically motivated, where you're intrinsically driven to put your focus, to put your energy, to put your attention. So individually define success. And for anyone on the entrepreneur path, wherever you're at, but especially if you're newer, please don't think it's going to be easy. (laughs) Please don't think that you're going to kind of go up to a plateau and sit there for a while or come while comfortably go up to the next one sit there for a while go up and go up go up you are absolutely going to have ebbs and flows in income and energy and your in your desire to have a business sometimes it is a forward journey you are always moving forward it may feel like you're moving backwards it may feel like you're regressing it may feel like you have just made a huge mistake But as long as you're doing the work to identify where those feelings are coming from, right? Are those true to you or is that societal upbringing getting in your mind or your ego coming through or fear coming through? When you do the work, you're always moving forward. And I wish that my coach training certification program had done a little bit more about this to kind of ramp us up and get us ready for the business part of it. But again, that's just not part of their curriculum, not judging. But having a frank discussion, I think would have helped me set up for success a little bit better. So that's what I hope this episode was for you, is a frank discussion of what entrepreneurship can look like because I think so much of the marketing, especially on social media, is it's the highlight reel, right? We've heard this time and again. It's the highlight reel. It's the edited version. And I think there are more and more accounts coming out and more and more people coming out and being like, hey, so the reality of this is that sometimes it's it's really messy and it sucks and there's no other way to say it, <laughs> right? But Again, just like we need to normalize wanting money for the sake of wanting money, we need to normalize that the life of an entrepreneur is a freaking roller coaster. And hopefully it's a fun one, but sometimes you hit those patches and you're just like, I was not ready for that. 
I was not as fully prepared for that as I thought I was. And it doesn't mean that you're unsuccessful. It doesn't mean that you're a failure. It doesn't mean anything other than life is not linear. Entrepreneurship is not linear. It's a journey. And think of it as like, for any any fellow Lord of the Rings nerds out there, their journey was super hard, right? Like you go through the woods and you go through the rivers and stuff tries to eat you and like whatever it is. It doesn't mean that you're failing. It means that you're moving forward. That's all. It means that you're moving forward. So I hope that this was a helpful episode to you. I hope that you are going to go and really look into your definition of success to make sure that it is aligned with what you want in life and that it's aligned with where you're going and also what you're doing now that you're living your definition of success and not living someone else's. As always, it was a pleasure being here with you. I cannot wait to see what you guys think of this episode. And feel free to send me an email through my website, chrissymellinger.com. Send me a DM on Instagram or TikTok. I'm on TikTok now at chrissymellinger. Or otherwise, just get in touch. And I'd love to have a deeper conversation with you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you loved what you heard. If you did, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review. This helps me make sure that the great bits keep coming your way. If we aren't already connected on social media, come join my community on Instagram at Chrissy Mellinger, all one word, or visit my website at chrissymellinger.com. On my website, you can sign up for some fun freebies, trainings, and my email list. I can't wait to connect with you on socials, my email list where there's so many surprise goodies, and the next Soulfully Strategic Entrepreneurship podcast episode. In the meantime, go be your amazing self, sunshine. You've got this.